we are winning YouTube. We are back finally after probably another month off because we're not that consistent. Yeah, uh, it's poor. But, but it's been it's been a turbulent time. Uh, as as we probably updated in the last video, you've gone freelance journalism again after working for an agency. So figuring all that shite out, and uh, I have left esports. So fuck you all. Uh, I can now speak eat with even more balls. Um, <laughs> not that there was really much a hell back anyway, but now I can just fully go off. Uh, so yeah, hopefully right. this this podcast will benefit from that. Um, I don't think people know you for your withdrawn takes, though. To be fair, I think when you no, say but they also people... don't know me for my, my opinions once I'm out of the industry that I'm discussing. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Be fireworks. What, what level of savagery may commence? Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how spicy to... I feel. I'll try to rein you in where where appropriate. By the way, I've got a less squeaky chair now. It's all right, that, isn't it? So the, there, there was the, there was some good squeaks at some point. Yeah, the hardcore cyber athletics fans all will know that. Every, oh, every I, I very I always sat like this to be honest because I didn't want the chair to move. So any time went like that, it properly creaked. So now we're, we're good, I think. Um. Well, I forgot to go up. into stand mode yeah. uh, for record mode. Yeah, my so speaker's jealous. just fallen off my desk as well, so this is going well. This is a great start to an episode. Did it really? I didn't hear that. I guess that's quite ironic. Did you not? It? Didn't hear your speaker falling off. Oh, sick. Okay, well, it didn't happen then. Uh, yeah, just lying, just chatting out but, his ass. Yeah, we're so talk, today... We're talking Overwatch. We're talking the furry's favourite video games. Um, Overwatch and Overwatch 2. Uh... <laughs> If you are someone with an anime profile picture, if you're a furry, if you care about who your favorite video game character has sex with, then you are going to absolutely love this episode and you will love us by the end of it. So so stand by, <laughs> stay tuned <laughs> and get ready for some fire because we love Overwatch here. In fact, I don't even know like your stance on Overwatch and Overwatch 2 as a game. Like I uh, played Overwatch back in the day on console before I yeah. really got into esports and before the Overwatch League was out. And the core mechanics aren't that bad. It can be quite a fun game. Yeah, too, right, yeah. It's, it's a beautiful game. It is a beautiful it. game. Like, the actual game itself is gorgeous. Like, it's there's a reason it was so popular when it first dropped. And Overwatch 2, I feel like one of the main negative criticisms has basically been that, what, it's just not as much as they initially promised, basically. Like, they, they had this big ambition of making it this thing like a real sequel and changing loads of it and making a lot of it um, PVE, is that what they call it? I'm not really much of a fucking hardcore gamer. PVE, I suppose, well, yeah. I don't know if that's is. what they're aiming to do, but that is terminology. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, yeah. Well, that is that is what they were aiming to do. They're aiming to make it like PVE right. and like, I don't know, a bit more like their other games, a bit more like open world and like you can replay it and play it for like years. Um, but they ended up scrapping that and then I think they basically had to sprint to a finish to release Overwatch 2 and they ended up not releasing that much, did they? I think there are only a few more characters or a few slight tweaks in terms of graphics, maybe. Um, yeah, it was just a reskinning, is how it was phrased by a lot of people, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was just like an updated version of the game, uh, <laughs> which, you know, like slapping a sequel exactly. on that. Well, that's I think what it's free to play, saying, though, right? So they're not free charged to play, yeah. for it. They, uh, they was, that's what I mean, yeah. So they were saying it was a sequel, weren't they, for ages, but then it comes out and a lot of people are like, is this supposed to be a sequel? And it isn't. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll be talking mostly about the esports scene, won't we? I guess so. But I mean, like, but it's uh, the, to towards the end of Overwatch, uh, the, 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 the first game, like, it's safe to say it was it was stale. Like, the, 
the metas had introduced and stuff overall uh, had not gone down well. Overwatch League um, viewership and stuff was plateauing, which I don't know if it's necessarily just because of the game or more of a function of the league and the fact that you know it had the big Twitch push and the big media deal at the beginning. Then they moved over to YouTube, which is not as good for viewership when it comes to live esports events than Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, you know, sponsors, less interested people, less interested generally, I think. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, like they've never, they've not really leaned into the geolocated, like, uh, I guess, function of the league because of COVID and not that they were mm-hmm. doing too much of it beforehand. So yeah. I, th- I think overall, like, it, it definitely was stale and, and, even if a new game didn't come out, like a whole new a- approach to things probably would have helped them. Though, uh, obviously, they have to do it right. And, and that's something you can't really rely on when it comes to Activision Blizzard and eSports. Because mm. uh, yeah. COD League within itself is not growing at all. In fact, it's probably regressing quite a bit as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, though, I believe they are sticking with Modern Warfare 2 as the title for a couple of years uh, competitively, which is something... Mm. Uh, quite new for them, like having the same title. But Probably be really good for the esports seeing that. You'd hope so. Like a bit of consistency would be good, and then you can like really develop new strategies and, and stuff, as opposed to just picking up a new game <laughs> every mm, every October really, and yeah. then competing from December, like trying to work it out, and then you get really good around like May June time. You've really like mastered the game and, and stuff, and then you're basically done for the year and yeah. ready for the next title. You know, but. Um, what I did was I looked at a website that gives stats on um, players uh, of games. I don't know how reliable it is. I can't remember the website, and I did this a while ago when we originally had the plan, but <laughs> I can say at one point, Overwatch 2 had 21 million active players in the last 30 days. Now, what that doesn't say is what constitutes active. Does that just mean someone who's played a game? Mm. Do they have to have played 10 games? Something along those lines. I imagine the threshold's pretty fucking low if it's 21 million. Right, yeah. so I imagine it was um, new launch, excitement around the new launch, and some activations from the Overwatch League as well to get people onto Overwatch Two, which we can mm. discuss. Um, yeah. People come on, play a few games. You're not going to have that many people stick around, percentage-wise. Realistically, you'd be lucky if you got like 25%, probably, like still playing it consistently. But they had 21 million active players in the last 30 days when I looked up, and also. 125 million hours watched on Twitch in the last 30 days. So there was definite definite interest in seeing how the I guess reskinned, retooled version of Overwatch was playing, which mm. you know is a good, bloody good start for a new gamer set essentially. So um, I think yeah. you can dead you can dead any kind of thought of Valorant killing off Overwatch. It's clear that the games can coexist. Mm, it's clear now, yeah, definitely. It will have dented it because the Valorant ended up taking like most of their top players, <laughs> which is pretty mad. In, I don't know about most, way. but yeah, you know, like they took Sinatra. Obviously, I don't know if he's playing now. He's in a bit of a sticky situation. I, I don't know if he's he? still suspended. To be oh, fair, kid. yeah, um, but he left. He was the MVP, and I always found that pretty yeah. hilarious. Like he was the MVP of the Overwatch League, and he left to play Valorant. Um, loads of other people did, but yeah, it's I, like you said. I think it's clear now that. Um, they can coexist like the viewership I don't want to jump the gun too much but the viewership for this year's um, grand finals or playoffs full stop is like it's pretty fucking good it's like it's a major major comeback you know like obviously Overwatch 2 driven a lot of the hype um, to get people back interested in it um, but yeah man the numbers are good but like think think about the amount of investment that's gone into that league right and obviously the paused like franchise payments and I think they've even helped franchise payments somewhat 
uh, in recent times. But considering the buy-in was anywhere from like, would say on average, say like 30 mil for each of the, the 20 teams, we'll say on average, uh, could be a little bit higher, could be a little bit less, I think is a bit higher. Um, 400k peak viewers for the playoffs, 2022 playoffs, 400k peak for the, the, the pinnacle of your mm. esports yeah, circuit. It's still is, relatively it's, it's better it's than great. 2021 by over double. Um, mm. Is it treble? It's about treble. But it's still piss poor if you look at like any given like CSGO event with a few like tier one teams or if you look at um, the Valorant World Championships, if you look at Mobile Legends, <laughs> Bang Bang, like if you look at any any game, essentially that's not Splatoon 2 um, or Halo <laughs> Infinite or COD, like you're beating that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. so you can't you can't really say like it's a top tier esports. I know at one point it was lumped up there when the Overwatch League first came out, it was classed as like a tier one esports because mm. of viewership and, and commercial interest and um, the player base and stuff, but mm. it's obviously now resting at tier two at a, at a push, but you'd say probably tier three overall, right? Because the interest isn't there season round uh, when compared to other titles. Like I think probably Rainbow Six would do it in at this point. Rocket League would do mm. it in if it had grand finals. You know, like a game yeah. like Rocket League, people will tune in even when they don't care about the game too much. When there's a finals on and everyone's going mental and there's a London crowd or something, people will tune in. Whereas if it's Overwatch, I feel like you're only getting Overwatch viewers. Yeah, well, I think... So there's a ceiling. Yeah, I guess not because the average viewership was high, but the peak viewership of, of the most recent Overwatch final, grand finals... The match was maybe it's super high relative to previous years because it was a four three, wasn't it? Dallas Fuel beat San Francisco Shock. I think it was a four three, dead close mm-hmm. game. So presumably that boosts it. And then I looked in the last couple of years. I think either last year or the year before it was a four zero. So just an easy sweep. Right. So that sort of thing also influences viewership. Um, yeah. And their popular teams that made it far in there as well. Like you know, I mean, like mm-hmm. a, at the beginning. Uh, in the first season, you'd say like Houston Outlaws were by far and away the most popular team. Like they had like almost boy band kind of levels of fandom relative to Overwatch's ceiling, I guess. But like mm. people loved like Jake and Cormat and Muma and who else did they have? Um, who's the guy with the really fat arse who's now the coach who coached Sentinels with a beard? I don't know. Couldn't even I don't know. Yeah, yeah, as an absolute bunder on him anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, they had people like with personalities, and it was attached to optic in some way, you know, and like good mm. branding and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Whereas now, like Dallas feels up there, and and shock, obviously, like probably the the best team in the history of the league. I think they've won two of the world championships, right? So uh, that that's definitely benefited things. But yeah, I, I have the numbers according to esports charts. So for. The 2022 playoffs, it peaked at 398,000 viewers and had an average of 217K. Whereas in 2021, it peaked at 134K viewers, which is fucking abysmal. I get more viewers mm. than that if I live stream myself having a shit. <laughs> and uh, an average of 84K, which is absolutely atrocious. Yeah, yeah, again, I think I've got more cousins than that. So, you know, like <laughs> something, something had to happen. And there are many reasons, I think, that lead to that huge growth. Um more so than just saying like, oh, they've marketed it better. There's probably like six, seven, eight reasons you can pin to potentially why mm. it's performed better. Um, but I, again, I think like the real test is seeing how 2023 compares. Like, can they with like withstand the test of time and, and remain relevant and interesting, or 
will it just mm. naturally decline like Overwatch did, like year on year? I, I have yeah. a feeling it will probably be the latter. Yeah, probably. But uh, because now, like, we've got ADHD gamers who expect new shit all the time. I think mm. like Fortnite's changed the expectations of what games yeah. have to be. But there's more chance of them, every week or two, you know. There's more chance of Overwatch fans getting that though. To be fair, now with it being free to play. But I know what you're saying. I, I also think it'll end up declining again. Yeah, like they they they're gonna need like new a new hero every month, like a new map every yeah. couple of months, like changes to. Um, playlists and, and all of that kind of shit because otherwise people aren't in it for the grind anymore. Like I played COD 4 like the same fucking like 10 maps. Uh, mm. You know what I mean? And there was a voting system so actually probably the same five maps. I played that for like four years putting hundreds of fucking hours. I put in like, I think I had 110 days playing time on COD 4 and I only counted public matches and mm. I was a I was a game battle sweat so I put, spent more time in private matches. Like, like that was pure grind whereas these days it's like Oh, if if the map doesn't explode and a new map come out of its ass in the in the next week, then I'm quitting and going yeah. over to Apex, whereas dinosaurs, <coughs> or I'm going to go to Fortnite and do fucking, I don't know, do like uh, the whip and Nene as Will Smith or whatever the latest <laughs> shit is in there. You know what I mean? Like it's, uh, yeah. ah, this is, this oh yeah, is, this do like the Chris worry. Rock bitch slap or something. Like you probably yeah, get that yeah. in Fortnite at this point. You know what I mean? The, the kind of the, the recycling of, well, not recycling. I guess that's the wrong word, but you know, like the the constant churn of new titles. That's one of my major worries about esports full stop as an industry. Like how do you build something that's long lasting, whether it's from a commercial standpoint, if you're a brand or something you want to sponsor, or um, if you're a fan and there's a new game out all the time, you're going to be pulled every which way. And so where's the longevity? Like I've said this before, like who's to say Valve won't just fuck CSGO off? Like they haven't yet. But you never know; they might do. And then what happens to the esports scene? All of a sudden, that's gone. Then what happens to the Counter Strike fans? Do they just stop watching esports and do other stuff? Do they migrate? Is it a guarantee that they migrate to another title? No. It's not. So then, if if they don't, what happens to the esports industry? It just it prunes, doesn't it? It shrinks a little bit. So I, I'm, How- I'm worried about that constant churn of, of esports title of, ga- of games. Full stop. To be honest, because the publisher is always going to prioritize. Um, the bottom line it's always going to release a new game because that's the that's the money maker esports isn't going to be the money maker definitely not so they're not going to care about that so there's constantly you know these new releases all the time i think that's a major worry for esports and i don't really i don't really know how you overcome that to be honest but if you look over like the past 2 years what new like esports titles have come out Valorant. there's been halo infinite there's the COD churn, which comes out. Yeah, if Halo Infinite was done better, Valorant. that would have that would have been bigger. Valorant is like three or four years old. That's that's brand right. new, and and really disrupted. Definitely disrupted Overwatch. Took half of its players. Probably disrupted Counter Strike a little bit. Well, there's I, not I been that many interest into esports, is what I'm saying. But I also think like I think there's an argument to be said for. Well, that, that's because like, maybe you think about Tier One. Like you said, Halo is a is a new esport. Really, I know it's not a new franchise, but it's a new esport. It's just not at the mm. top. It wasn't done well, you know. Well, like, that's that that's not many fair. over the past few years, though. Yeah, but that's not over the past few years. All the time. But that's so. If you go back, what? How old's League of Legends, which is our biggest esport? It's like 10, 11 years, twelve years, or something. Yeah, that's nothing, mate. Like you think of football <laughs> and cricket and baseball. It's like what two hundred odd years. Like they're they're not going anywhere. So like even if CS:GO was around for another twenty years. That's still only 40 years. Whereas like a sport has like a hundred years to build that culture and that kind of 
fandom that's going to be there and then it passes down generation to, to generation. Whereas in esports, like I said, even the longest lasting title, so Counter-Strike, like I said, even if it doubles its life, it's still a short life relative to other sports. So like, you know, and there's, and there's the whole thing of like people might just not care as much about gaming as they get older. So then what happens to esports then? Are we going to keep needing new fans or going to try and do we have to target older fans that historically have loved league and CSGO? Like wh- where do you target? So it's, I don't know. It's, um, I, it's a worry for me. I don't know. I don't know if I'm worried because like, I, I don't know why League of Legends needs to be a generational sport. Like, also, but if it's but but if it isn't, what happens to it? Say you know it dies I mean? after say like they pull the plug on it after thirty years. They've got Wild Rift going mental, Valorant mm-hmm. going mental. I don't know. They've got some new games out by then. They're fighting game or who knows in twenty thirty years. Yeah. Like I don't know. I'm just not concerned about it. If there is a, a churn of like good games, competitive games coming out, mm. then I don't know, man. Like as we say, like es- esports is. But then. Hardly an industry. It's more just a, a network of don't communities, think, right? Yeah, but don't you think though what gives don't me. what gives traditional sports their weight and the reason people love them so much is the history, is the fact that it's been around so long. So you know, people that are Man United fans, like for example, what does that what does this churn, what does that churn of games say about fandom for teams? So, you know, can you really I the suppose teams can be constants. The teams could be constants because they're kind of spread, but I just think a lot of a team's history and prestige is built in one title. That's what I think. I think you watch FaZe, people don't really care about the FaZe brand in Counter-Strike. Not really. They care about FaZe in terms of like the way FaZe was born. Same with Optic. You don't see the anywhere near the same fandom for Optic outside of COD. So it's built within games, I think. So what happens if a game just goes? Like then, what happens to teams? Like I, I don't know. I I think it is worrying personally. Well, teams are spread thin, right? So you give them more time to figure their shit out, and they should be engaging with fans. I th- I think like you look at Liquid, they're probably in like thirteen, fourteen games right now. Like, and they need mm. to diversify not only in uh, in terms of to be sensible business wise. But also, yeah, to try and build themselves up as big as possible. Like that's the mm. thing. Like a new, a new Manchester United or an esports version of a Manchester United could be in eight different games, and and there's a lot more potential there for a brand in that sense. Yeah, it could. I guess my point is, I just if it don't grows think, to that point. I just don't know if that's a. I don't know if that version of fandom for a sports team is as strong as say, 150 years of Manchester United, Bobby Charlton, George Best, Wayne Rooney all these players, I don't know if, I think it would be less sturdy. It would be less solid because like you're a fan of the team. Why? I'm a fan of Man United because I, fundamentally because I love football. That's where it starts. You know what I mean? So if you're a fan it's of... because you were born there. <laughs> it's because I was born, yeah, but I wouldn't care about, I don't care about the Manchester Giants. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I like basketball, but it's just they're not... I don't even know what team that was, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a basketball team, but like, I don't care because I... Like you start with the sport ultimately, I think. You don't start with the team. So what happens if you start you're a massive esports fan just because you happen to love CSGO, then it goes. Well, what if you just don't find another team another sport that you like, another esport that you like? And then what does that then say about this team that you supported? Maybe you just don't start not to care. Yeah, fuck them then. 
Don't so. Don't so. <laughs> well, we're saying all this, but what's to say esports will still be around in ten years, mate? I mean, <laughs> look at. Well, I mean, yeah, it's fucking, it's it's bad, isn't it? it yeah, is yeah, bad yeah, at it's the rough, man. So I, I don't know. I need to like. You got out on... at the right time. Oh, mate! Like I, t- I nearly tweeted it yesterday. Just like the since the day I I finished in esports, not once have I missed it. Mm. I've unfollowed most of you fucking idiots. Yeah, and it's exposed how many of these fuckers are playing weird, like status games on Twitter. Where my tweet, so you follow someone if you want to see their tweets, right? That's what Twitter should be. You're basically subscribing to a newsfeed. Mm. These fuckers think my newsfeed is only worth subscribing to if I'm subscribed to theirs. So I mm. unfollow them because I don't care about what they're saying. And therefore, they all might don't care about what I have to say. It's like an ego thing. Where it's like, no, if you're not following me, I'm not following you. Like, what kind of fucking bullshit is this? So, no, like, I've spoken to maybe fucking seven people um, in, th- in two and a half, three weeks since I've got mm. out of esports. You're all fucking weirdos that want things from people, pretend to be friends with them. You can fuck off playing your social games. But anyway, uh, yeah, esports is shy. And uh, <laughs> yeah, no, there are good things. Like, <laughs> no, the thing is, um, I, I feel like I might actually be able to like get into like watching a bit more now that I'm less in it. I mm. think like you give me like till January, February, I think I might watch some CS and try out the COD League and stuff. Like, uh, I, I've I, maybe one day we should do a little spin off channel where we just discuss philosophy and shit. But like, I, I think yeah. there's an argument of not turning your passion into your, into your career and your profession. Mm, um, yeah, something I've been thinking a, a lot about recently. I don't know. Mm. Maybe you can catch that on Cyber on Athletics or something if we ever make that. But not not to digress too much. Going back to Overwatch. Sorry for a reason and anime folks. Um, <laughs> the, I, th- I think like the the main three point actually of Valorant and Overwatch is they've. Right, games have done what they didn't have done with League and like given like personalities to their fucking characters. Where to me, if I play a game, I care about the abilities of the, a particular character. Half of these folks now care if fucking Phoenix likes taking up the ass from Brimstone and like yeah, if, if a character's like trans or if a character's a fucking alien that's in a relationship with a squirrel like yeah, a lot of people I, like a lot of people do care about law don't they that's of, mental to me that's fucking fun. mental man like are they good at shooting what's their abilities does it help me tactically like oh i don't I, know I, if you if you get if you said to me there was a fallout series about to be released or a bioshock series or something like that and i could learn all about the law i'd fucking get right into that not for valorant and overwatch but it's I guess the same thing in it really right yeah you know I don't know. If they brought out a fucking Breaking Bad FPS, I wouldn't be picking Walt just because I like Heisenberg a lot. I'd be Adam, picking the one that's the just, best character. I think you're a closet nerd. I think you need to stop being in denial. I think you just need to embrace your Valorant nerd and you just need to go for it. Oh, I don't care about Valorant. No, you need to go for it. I think you do. Mate, before before esports, I used to write about comic book movies. Like, I am a nerd. Yes, 100%. I am a nerd. Like, I'm not... I'm, my whole arm is mar- Marvel shit. I'm like... I'm, I'm not in denial about it at all. I'm just saying... I hate all that fucking weird, like, paranormal... Paranormal, parasocial, sorry. <laughs> it is a bit spooky, though. Um, parasocial relationships are setting up between characters. Well, like, there was that Seraphine tweeting stuff out, like, oh, I'm depressed. It's like, mate, you're a fucking made-up character in League of Legends. Why have you got a Twitter account saying you're depressed? Or, like, you're looking forward to going to a party and you're doing your hair. Like, the fuck yeah, are we yeah. doing here? So, Overwatch and Valorant, you can both fuck off for that shit. I hate it. Because then, 
like people were calling Blizzard racist for not introducing a like a black character like for like number twenty three as the hero. Yeah, but when like, you say people, that's like what two fucking idiots. It was a happen. lot of the family. It was enough to make it trend. <laughs> fucking could have, could have been one one creator just being like, yeah. no, no, no. It, it was it was yes. all, it was the legion of like anonymous Twitter users <laughs> who like like looking at Diva's feet and. Yeah. Wanking over tentacle porn and stuff like, and that's a heavy waste, part of the Overwatch audience. I just don't even waste my men- mental energy sifting or thinking, sifting through or thinking about any of that shit. To be honest, it's depressing. It still exists nonetheless. But what I want to say is, I think there are a bunch of conditions as to why Overwatch League 2002 playoffs, which was on Overwatch Two, um, peaked so high and and held a much almost a three time average. Uh, three times the average from the year prior, and I've got I've got the reasons here. So I'd say, firstly, excitement of a new game, obvious one, in terms of like, yeah. oh, let's see how this plays, how the best people on Overwatch play Overwatch 2. Maybe I can learn a few tricks, or maybe they understand the maps a bit better, blah, 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 blah. The popular teams made it far, which I mentioned before, Dallas Fuel up there. I think they've got like a heavy Korean roster, and they have all the K-pop fucking stands effectively following them, so fair play to them. Um, 2022, there was 46 hours of airtime for the playoffs. And in the year prior, there was only 30 hours. So there's a lot more to actually view there as well. So you're going to catch more viewers over the course of it because it's on for on for longer. Uh, it was the first in-person grand finals yeah, in that, three years. That, that doesn't affect average viewership though, does it? Not. Um, well, I guess, I guess technically it would do. It wouldn't affect peak necessarily, but it would affect average. I don't if think it, it would People pop in and over surely. time. Well, no, because like that's one of the metrics you use to judge um, the average, right? Like the amount of time it's been on. Yeah, but average viewers, not average view time. Well, I'm, I'm, you, you, the amount of time it's being watched is a metric in which you would work out the average viewers over time. Mm. Which is the concurrent, concurrent, well, uh, not concurrent, the opposite of concurrent. Um, but regardless. It was on for a lot longer, and there's a more opportunity for people to tune in at that point, mm. um, which would have a say in, in viewership. Um, yeah, in, yeah. in fact, like it could actually stretch out the average uh, in a, in a bad way if you, in terms of comparisons. If you think about mm. it, if it's on for longer and people tuned in mostly for the grand finals, not for the bits before it, like mm. uh, and as you say, if it went longer series wise, um, yeah. there'd be more people watching the whole grand finals, which would then boost the average thing if, if that was yeah. the peak. Yeah. Right. Um, first in-person grand finals in three years. That doesn't affect view- viewership per se, but it affects hype altogether. You've got people there tweeting about it. It can maybe trend because of that. People check in and see what's what. Mm. But I just think that as a whole helps yeah. the event um, scale up excitement among the Overwatch community and, and esports communities. Um, mm. There were in-game perks for those who watched. I'm pretty sure if you tuned into the grand finals, you could get like a certain skin or like calling right, card okay. or something along those lines. Maybe mm, a spray or some bullshit, you know. Mm. But there, there was there were the standard things where like there's drops if you watch, which um, if that's advertised on the client in the game, that's probably going to draw in quite a few people. And I imagine they wouldn't skip a beat doing that. Um, it, there were co-streams as well, which is something we've seen. Now that I guess doesn't affect the main broadcast. Mm. But it so I say that to say I include that to say we don't know the total numbers I believe yeah so yeah good point yeah so it could have reached would, that surely won't higher. be in the numbers on esports charts will it if if somebody's no. co-streaming it yeah so. I don't I don't believe so so it could it could have like a million peak for example we don't actually know but that's something in there um, mm. and that that could be a reason I don't know I mean if you pay 
ex Overwatch like um, players like XQC. Obviously, he was part of season one of Overwatch League. I don't know if he was co-streaming. I imagine not. But imagine if you get him in and and get him co-streaming mm. uh, your grand finals or something like that could give it a big boost. So obviously, mm. a, a normal thing they do there. Um, and they were teasing the next Overwatch Two hero during the grand finals as well. So that's an incentive to tune in. And that's not very uh, specific as to when it is. So it's like, okay, watch the grand finals. And at some point we'll reveal a bit about this new hero that we're putting in. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't know who it was, but I was doing a bit of Googling before this. And I saw that there were like, there was like a woman pretending to be a fox or dressed up as a fox or something. I'm like, yeah, that's very Overwatch. That was probably teased and got them all riled up. Especially if she don't wear shoes or something, they'd be fucking yeah, buzzing. So, going. Yeah, if she had like a tail. And stuff that'd be fucking loving it. <laughs> so um there's, there's all the all those reasons that not necessarily affect viewership but affect like um the the hype and interest around the event as a whole, mm. I found. Uh so it's it's it would be very reductive to just say obviously, oh, Overwatch 2 is now huge and it's it's been a great success and more people care about watching that than the first one, you know. Mm. Uh and also we don't have the full picture in terms of viewership because of the co-stream and stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. But like you said, you can tell it. they put the Arsenal into this one to try and give it a big booster, so they can say Overwatch Two is a success and Overwatch League's back, and maybe they can get a couple of sponsors back after losing a, a, a shit ton of them because of the sexual harassment stuff around Activision Blizzard. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like so, I think it'll they threw depend. everything in the kitchen sink at it. Yeah, yeah. It'll depend largely on next year to really see you know what's happened because, like you said, it will be there will just be a lot of hype just because new new players of Overwatch Two. So. Which I guess yeah, that's that's pretty so, obvious. But yeah, we'll see you next year and, and the year after that. And also, um, I guess it's worth mentioning the um, CDL stuff, which mm-hmm. is that starting this weekend. They they basically yeah. certainly not renewed their media rights deal with YouTube because it's not being streamed on YouTube. They've announced it as like it's on our own website and Twitch, <clears throat> so you can guarantee the fucking YouTube were like, no thanks, don't want that. But the, gonna, the interesting nuance there is that the, it was actually a larger deal, which included um, Activision Blizzard using Google's like web server infrastructure. Mm. So it was a deal between Google and Activision, Vision, uh, Activision Blizzard, fucking hell, not a necessarily media rights deal. That was just lumped in as part yeah, of it. Yeah, right, right. So I, it could just be a part of a larger disagreement between them there or Google saying, oh, we want to separate ourselves from Activision Blizzard, which are going to get bought out by Microsoft, who we are competing with on um, numerous levels. Like, I, I'm not mm. sure what's what there, but it wasn't just a flat-out media right deal initially, yeah, which yeah, I think yeah. is at least just worth noting, not saying. Yeah. Um, they could have easily grabbed it if they wanted because Twitch aren't going to be paying fuck all for the Overwatch League and COD League at this point, are they? Mm. Especially, if they know viewers, that, especially if they know that their only viable competitor, YouTube, for streaming rights, aren't interested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're just going to say, oh, well, where else are you going to fucking stream it? And on, yeah. on the projector in fucking New York. Like, you know, yeah, there's so. not much leverage there for uh, these franchise leagues at that point, is there? No. So, um, yeah, it, it, it definitely uh, paints a bleak picture. But I, I guess my, my running theory on... Overwatch 2 is Valorant did not kill it. I don't think any game but Overwatch 2 can kill Overwatch 2 in a sense of if it doesn't innovate, if it's broken and it's not optimized, if it doesn't keep people interested over time, then it would just naturally die off. I, I think most esports can operate dependently or independently, sorry, of each other. Mm. I don't think Valorant's come in. Yeah, it can um, yeah, be a yeah. better game and take some players, 
but I don't think that's enough to like kill a game. If if Overwatch Two is good enough, people will play. Enough people will play it. Yeah, uh, I don't I agree think with that. like it's a it's a one or the other. I but also, there's multiple games you can play. But also, yeah, but I, but as more titles are released, as more good games are released, it does just split. It will split mm-hmm. the pie in, to some degree, won't it? I, I agree. It can't. Get, the, one game can't kill another. I agree with that. No. Um, but like you said, uh, Overwatch is just sick, and it's like you know, Valorant is just a. In many ways, their execution, especially on the esports front, has just been better than that of Overwatch. So, like, hundred percent, you can't be surprised when Valorant then goes on to be the star boy. Okay. Yeah, I, I think uh, you see it with like, uh, there's been a bunch of like big releases this year and like single player games and stuff, right? You see, like, they'll they basically have like a shelf life on Twitter and YouTube of like a week or two until the next big release comes out. So I get on a, on a casual level, I hundred percent get it. Like if you're following where the hype is hundred percent overwatch two can fall out of like the conversation among like being a top FPS among mm. casual players, not super fans of it. But I, I, I think you can still build a, a good core base, which they did have at one point with overwatch that can mm. keep you going and that you grow upon. And if you update it enough, I don't know if you bring out a huge, like, spring update whereas new maps new heroes um new way to play the game that can rejuvenate things because that's what happened with Fortnite so many times where it would do a big update and then everyone will flood back to it so even if you lose like all of the fair weather fans who are just like playing the next big thing or what everyone else is talking about there's still many bites at the apple if you want to go go for it if you mm. want to do it that way if you want to be the hype game or do you want to have it where you've got 500,000 people who play it religiously every day instead of being the one that has 2 million people for a weekend and then it drops down again. Like, mm. I don't know. I, I, I just think it, the whole thing of like, is an eSport dead? Is a game dead? Is pretty played out anyway. And, and chances are it's pretty much not. Unless you look at like North American Counter-Strike. That's yeah. pretty fucking close. It's, it's, it's bleak <laughs> over there. Yeah. But... Um, like I said, any game can come back, can it? I think that's what 100%. we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 100%. Watches. But yeah, how, how, how are they going to sustain it? You had this big release of Overwatch 2, this big flashy thing, which actually didn't turn out to be very big or very flashy. It was no. just a kind of revamp. But like, what do you do from there? There is, I, there's always something you can do. There's always a way that game devs can like innovate or whatever. And then, I don't know, it's just on the esports front for me, like, I don't know why, what is going to happen. I think there's a massive like thing where, What's going to happen with the media rights stuff and just with the whole like franchising system? Mm-hmm. It's just a fucking shit show, isn't it? Really? Yeah, I mean that they they did a very good job in their first season, right, of getting that huge Twitch deal and, and creating revenue out of something that most tournament organizers aren't really getting much revenue out of. So they were like miles ahead on that front, and they were they could have had a profitable first season because of that. I'm sure they probably did. To be fair. Um, but yeah, they've kind of regressed on that front instead of progressing, which is a huge shame. And and as I say, like they lost so many sponsors. I think they've taken um, Prime Gaming off of there, which is Twitch as well. So mm. uh, that was removed from the CDL website yesterday. Yeah, so yeah. you're going to be streaming on Twitch, but you're clearly not partnered with them. Oh, they're not sponsoring you. Like that, that's worrying, man. Like they're giving it the, the product away for free again now instead of you know getting paid to do so. Um, mm. So yeah, I, th- I think I the, the real. Knows. The real test is us coming back in a year after the 2023 playoffs and 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 kind of looking back and, and comparing it to 2021, 2022. 
um, is is the best way to work out where the future of like the Overwatch franchise is going. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I feel. Anyway. I agree. I so totally agree. our clickbait was definitely clickbait because no Valorant has not killed Overwatch. But thank you for clicking. Uh, <laughs> so is that going to be our title then? Is it? As I think so. Killed Overwatch. Something along those something along those lines. You know what I mean? It, it sounds dramatic. Yeah, respect. And we'll have us having like shocked, disturbed faces on the thumbnail. There we go. That's so very like face now. scream mask almost. That. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> uh, what should I do with my hands? Oh, shit, that's like Kevin Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. Perfect. Yeah. Um, Yet to see yours, but that's fine. We'll move on. I've shown you mine already. The thumbnail is already prepared and with you. You don't need to see my shocked face like that. When I get the full beard back, I'll do it. But at the moment, I'm trying to hide the chins. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Hopefully, we will not have a big gap between this episode and the next one as we did between the last one and this one. Mm. Um, we'll see yeah, if we can yeah, keep I'm it sure going. We'll um, Maybe record next week. But we probably said that. Like well, weeks ago. <laughs> I start my new job next week, so we'll see. Uh, okay, right, right. <laughs> no but um, we know there's... Anyway, we know there's demand there for episodes from at least two of you. So, 